Hi there. Hi. Imagine my surprise, guys, when I was looking for the Anchor app and I realized that I still had it on my phone. Now, I had thought that I would have deleted it because, I mean, <laughs> I had not recorded in a very hot minute. But we're here now and that's what matters. Hi, guys. How are you all doing? I hope you have been doing very well. Today is July 9th and it is the very it's a very it's going to be a very long weekend <laughs> this is um a quarter of celebration of Eid Mubarak so happy Eid for everyone listening that's a Muslim or that's celebrating I hope this season brings you know everything you want it to bring so we have been here and we have been well we have been alive we've been we've had several events happen and that's kind of what i want us to talk about today so i'm going to um run you guys through how we got here right so i slept yesterday pretty early so let's say 9 10 ish and i had a bad dream now that's not new because i i tend to have those pretty often these days so um let me tell you what the dream was about (laughs) so in this dream i was writing my bar finals and i did not know jack shit like i did not know anything in multiple choice questions neither did i know any in the theory section and this was putting me in a shit ton of anxiety now recall that i said that i have been having bad dreams quite a bit often now so there's something that i've realized that kind of helps so all i need to do is to remind myself that i am dreaming and what is happening is actually it's not actually reality and all i need to do is to wake up to get out of the agony or to just be freed from the agony now it takes quite a bit to you know get away from that dream state but it does work anyway that's what happened today and thankfully it did not you know i did not last too long in the dream (laughs) and i woke up i opened twitter i checked my tail for like 30 minutes but i was feeling very um not stable so i decided that you know what i'm going to write now i have not been doing a lot of creating this year in any area like whether it's in writing or in creating videos or it's but i have just not been creating as much as i should <laughs> i'm glad that i said as i should because at least mm. anyway so i just said that you know today is a good day to write now the few times i have created this year they have happened in like when i was in a fit of feeling very overwhelmed for example writing the few times i've written this year is because it was because i just had to write like that was the only thing that was going to get me out of the headspace i was in i i I needed to be free from the shackles of my headspace so that's that's like the only thing that motivates my writing these days so and i did not really like that because that meant all my writing were only ever centered on stuff happening in my life and as much as i do not mind that 
I I miss the fact that I had not written fiction in a whole minute or whatever. Or like just general personal essays that that did not focus on some some issue or the other that I was going through at that point in time, which is like what all my writing has been for a while now. So this morning I was like, I am going to write something that I have been wanting to write for a whole minute, and that is an essay about my experience in Abuja and how adjusting has been actually <laughs> it's not like there has been any need for any major has there okay yeah well I was just going to write about my experience in Abuja because it was something I wanted to be able to look back on I know that I'm still going to return to Lagos at some point and as much as I love some things about Abuja and I have contemplated wanting to you know be here I knew that I would still go back to Lagos because my family is based in Lagos and yada yada. So that is what I wanted to write about. But when I opened my laptop and I wanted to start writing, I realized that like I, when I start, it's I start it off the way I want the piece to start off, yeah? But the way it continues, it, <laughs> like I just end up writing something else. So there is something else that has been emotionally burdening that I have been intentionally sidestepping and just staying away from because I am not ready to really think through everything that that experience was. But that's that was like the only thing that whatever I was writing kept becoming. And I really did not want to get in that state because... I, I I'm kind of in a like the limbo I'm in right now is not a very great one mentally and I knew that the only thing that writing about that stuff would get me to is just even an even worse state and I did not want that so I decided that you know what I am not going to do this I wanted to start writing fiction but I was like, I'm just going to take a break because I was beginning to feel very overwhelmed. And that was just from writing or or beginning to write. <laughs> that was because I was beginning to write about what I didn't want to think about. So I decided that I would just put a pause on that. And then I was on my phone. I was feeling very miserable. And I was allowing myself wallow. I cried for a bit. I mourned the fact that I was not... <laughs> I mourned the fact that I was not going to be able to get my has board. Maybe I'll even tell you guys how I how that term came about. has board. So like that's B-U-D-D-H-A for the board. Buddha's board. So I mourned the fact that I was not going to be able to get my has board and everything, Sha. And after that, I thought about the fact that if I'm not going to be able to type, I mean, I might as well try to talk about it. At least this way, I, I feel like I have more control on my mouth. And I, I tend to not really have that with my hands when I'm writing stuff. It's like, it's it's the gods that, that you know, control my hands. <laughs> so, with my mouth, it's easier. Anyway, so that's what today's you know podcast episode is going to be about we are going to talk about abuja and my experience in abuja and how different it is from lagos and all that good stuff hopefully 
So, okay, guys, it's a oh snap. I was going to say it's 11 11, but just as I said that, it just changed to 11 12. But anywho, I'm just going to pause for like two seconds and make an affirmation within self. All right, there. So, let's get talking about Abuja Lagos and every and and the different things that that as you know or the difference or how different my life has become courtesy of the location so i came to abuja for law school and the first thing i noticed about abuja was the nature oh my god guys the hills the greens totally absolutely beautiful and like i was so flabbergasted guys i'm coming from lagos and lagos is the ghetto okay like there is there's hardly anywhere in lagos that that would totally remove you from the get the ghetto uh, of lagos like even if you want to say oh okay ikoi before you get into ikoi you are coming from your eyes would have seen things basically so like as much as you may feel relaxed in your place in Inkui, when you're stepping out you're facing shit and when you're like to get back in that Inkui, you are going through shit except if you like live in an estate and you never go anywhere there but like in abuja you can you leave your you leave to wherever you're going to you get back to wherever you're going to and there is still some form of sanity I mean until the last couple of weeks but we're not going to get into that right so um law school is a program that typically lasts like 10 11 months and of these 10 11 months we have like three months slated for an extension program so this extension program is basically where you quote-unquote serve for like a bit in a law firm and you also serve like for a bit in um court so it's just to give you an experience like a practical experience of what you are learning because your majority of what we are learning in school is like theoretical so when you get to witness proceedings in court all that jazz you get more familiar with these things and then same as being in law firm so that's what's externship was for and that is what Femi intended that our externship was going to be you know we want to learn but the major reason why I chose to stay in Abuja for my externship was because I wanted to properly properly experience Abuja so law school is located in Buari <laughs> and well we could say Buari is in Abuja but it's it's quite it's in the remote area like it's rural it's far it's farther down Abuja like it's even closer to Niger than Abuja right so staying in Buari one does not really get to experience Abuja and apart from the fact that when you're staying in Bora, it's kind of like a university, right? You everything you need is is on campus. Whatever you want to buy is on campus. At least, I mean, you wouldn't want to go to markets for. There isn't anything that deep that you want to buy that would warrant that you need to go to um, markets in town for. So everything 
I need is on campus and as much as I kind of got that oh yeah Abuja is a pretty calm place I did not really get to experience Abuja Abuja so this babe decided that she was going to spend our externship in Abuja um, and that is Abuja town now I have an uncle here I have an uncle in Abuja that's my mom's brother and there was the option to you know stay with them but I knew that if I stayed with them I would not be able to experience Abuja the way I wanted to like if I stay with them then I myself well I've just decided to do my externship in Lagos right basically I just wanted to be on my own devices my own device on my own devices anyway i wanted to be by myself and you know just experience abuja for myself and not necessarily be have anyone so responsible for me or anyone i had to be responsible for so um extension was great but there was one thing i one thing i realized about abuja that made me that makes me contemplate moving here like properly is the fact that you can actually have a life outside of Lagos (laughs) now let me explain this to you guys now um in Lagos I have lived in different places I've lived on the mainland I have lived on the island and courtesy of um where I schooled in lag I have also you know experienced some whatever whatever now there's there's a constance with all the places now island i was working in i i interned in ikoi at a, at some point i think that was last year or last years um i think yeah last some parts of last year and some parts of last years and whatever whatever i interned in ikoi and where I stayed was just a little. Hmm, how do I describe this for you guys? It just like a little past VGC, like let's say the the next roundabout, the, the next roundabout after Victoria Garden City was where I resided, right? And I was working in Ikoi. I would leave work by like 6 or 5.30 and I would not get home till like 9. Now, you might wonder, what am I doing on the road? Was I... (laughs) You might wonder, right? And I will tell you guys for free. I was doing several things, right? That made me get home late. And I'll tell you what those things were. (laughs) What that thing was. Being in a bus. Being in a fucking stuffy bus for so long god Lagos nah yo I'm thinking back on everything that Lagos has done to me and it's just threatening my resolve to actually make effort to stay here so that was a major thing I realized right so I would leave work like here here in Abuja I was living in say zone 5 and I was working in say zone 4 so I would leave um, work by like 4 and I'll get home by like 4.15 and that's even if there's traffic and I know that say zone 4 and say zone 5 are close but 
know a friend who stayed in Lupe. She would leave work by like four and get home by like four thirty. I have conversations with my friends in Abuja and sometimes they'll be like, oh hell, there's a shit ton of traffic. And 20 minutes after, I'm already hearing doors open and like cutlery and pots clatter. And I'm like, um, I thought you were in traffic. And they'll tell me, oh, I've gotten home. And I'm like, <laughs> what? So you're trying to tell me you don't get to spend hours in traffic. I have spent i've spent some um hours in traffic in abuja and that was because of some i can't remember what happened. i think it was raining that day and i don't remember exactly the happenings of that day but i know i have experienced traffic and this traffic lasted for like one hour 30 minutes but because i had gotten so spoilt that i literally get to wherever i want to go to in like asap it just felt like I'd been there for longer. So that was like the major thing about Abuja I really liked. I like that I could have a life. Now something else that and or another reason I okay. Another reason I wanted to stay in Abuja for my extension was because I wanted to go out more. Now I made this part quote and unquote within myself that I'm going to actually go out more and i'm going to actually try to make more take more pictures i went out a lot during my externship and i was really happy that i got to do that and the only reason i got to do that was because i i would get home by like past four and i would have like the rest of my day in front of me which was like unheard of so it, I was like a kid with a candy, like, oh, wow. So anytime I got invited out, I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. I'm get, get ready in give or take an hour. You're at your place. You're at wherever you're going to in 20 minutes and you're back home. And it's like, wow. By the way, something, if you're trying to, you know, move to Abuja, if you're thinking of how good Abuja is better than Lagos and you're a babe. Something you should know is that if you if you're in the habit of saying that <laughs> you are held up in traffic or whatnot, it's not it wouldn't exactly fly in Abuja. Like whenever I was running late and I had a date here, I I had to be straight up and honest. <laughs> like we're in Lagos, I would just be like oh snap i was held up in traffic and traffic everybody's like oh yeah sure you're definitely held up in traffic here it's like okay traffic so i i had to be a little more truthful i mean not like i used to like right it's just i i just had to be more <laughs> truthful anyway so that was that that's only anything that's like it's like i have a life and that's that's one Thing I really liked about Abuja. So let's talk about my um like building relationships and friends and and stuff. Um hmm. there is a there is an idea that has been taken from in my head that I have not been totally able to put into words, and it's about how um like my first exposure to to feelings and affection i feel like 
my the idea the idea of i don't want to say love because i don't think it's love it's definitely not love but like my first exposure to affection and feelings has i feel like they've kind of tampered with how i generally perceive affection right so it's like even when i'm i i get stuff that that ordinarily affection i mean i find it hard to interpret it as that because it's it's alien and it just doesn't feel right because i already have an idea of what affection feels like now this would not be a problem if my so-called idea of what affection feels like is a positive or a positive understanding of affection but it's not the most positive understanding of affection and i have found that i kind of struggle with with um believing the genuineness of affections now because they aren't exactly what i have allowed myself get used to and Oh, anyway, um, so it's like, there is, I'm not even sure how to put it into words, guys, but it's almost like if I don't get, or if I don't see traits, not traits, or if I don't see some actions that kind of connect to me, or that makes me remember, or that feels closer to what I feel like I have experienced in time past, I would just discard it. So there are things that I know. I mean, I ain't stupid. I know when I am getting love and affection. But I just find it hard to to accept it as love and affection. So that means as far as I'm concerned, you're just we are just faffing around. And I just will not believe. I don't even know if y'all get where the heck or what's the heck i'm on about because i'm not even sure if i get to myself but um i have had relationships like i have related with different people during like my externship i met different people different men women and i'm not even talking about you know anything lover or romantic related but um it's been interesting because it's almost like for every every person I encounter, as much as I take them as they are, and I love you know I love people and shit like that. It's it's almost like a almost like I'm trying to score or I'm looking for patterns. Yeah, I think that's the word. I'm looking for patterns, and I should not be looking for fucking patterns because the patterns I am looking for, guys are fucking unhealthy unhealthy fucking patterns guys anyway i'm going to try to take my head away from that because i feel like i'm just going through a loop and i'm not exactly getting to where i want to get at because i i'm also trying to be as i'm also trying to be um i'm not trying to just say 
shit as they really are and i can't find words that would communicate to you what i want to be communicated without actually saying things that are really you know happening anyway um guys so there's something that has been a little different and that is my appreciation for um and that is as it concerns my appreciation for intoxication so i indulge in alcohol and i also indulge in buddha's bud (laughs) so um something i realized especially during externship and the people i spend time with so i i tend to i oh i tend i tended i sure happened to appreciate the buddha's bud more than alcohol because i with alcohol alcohol fucks fucks i was going to say fucks us up but then i'm like why can't i just say it fucks me up so yeah alcohol fucks me up and as much as i do not go crazy with alcohol most times i just like to have beer and often i would have to like have like at least three bottles of beer to like get fucked up i tend to not take vodka 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 i tend to not take vodka a lot so with beer i have to like drink and drink and drink and suffer being full and suffer having to use the toilet to pee and all that jazz so um yo i'm getting so distracted so i'm looking at this pattern in the curtain like there's a curtain not too far from me and i'm looking at this flower pattern and i am my eyes are deciding to bore themselves into it for some reason and it's really distracting because now i am getting away from what we are actually talking about i'm also feeling a bit of nausea so um i don't know what that is about i definitely cannot be pregnant because my insides have been on strike oh my god we're also going to talk about that yes yes let me make a note so i don't forget (laughs) right so let me talk about um wait let me just quickly make the note to talk about the state of my insides or my guts if you will the states of my guts you know i promise i type faster than this um all right so yeah i i i came to appreciate the good has but more because it's like i just have to take i just have to have some like how many drugs and i'm already like on a wave and i don't have to feel like my stomach wants to combust <laughs> but um there are they they spark they they give different reactions right well alcohol tends to get me very cherry and bubbly and happy with the buddha's board i just get very contemplative and i tend like my my bones feel very loose like everything feels feels feels. (laughs) my bones feel very loose and like just i feel so relaxed and 
yeah so but those are two different things but i have realized that actually i appreciate that better than alcohol like yeah i fuck with alcohol there are times where i would just you know be in the zone with alcohol but i don't know i just don't I don't take it as often. Like even I think last time I was at a club where they go was it whiskey? Can't remember what whiskey they go. Apparently it was so it was supposed to be some amazing ass whiskey. And but hmm, I barely had any. Like I, I was on my vibe without the whiskey and I didn't even smoke much actually. Like I was just on a vibe. So Yes, I, I re- something I also realized is that I can actually have my phone without, you know, any help. Right, so let me talk about um, zodiac signs. So I have never particularly had any issues with astrology, neither had I particularly you know taking time to to study it or like be all in it and all that jazz it was just something that was just there like if you ask me what's your sign oh i'm a libra and you know that's about it but these days guys i find that i usually um search for stuff online about it because i am realizing that being by myself I'm realizing that I actually, how do I say, like, I, now, I'm raised in a conservative home, yeah, and conservative in the sense that I, trousers were not allowed, you are not even allowed to relax your hair, jewelries are a no-go, so it's like, that's the idea, basically, you are not these things are things that you should not do and that's how i was raised and i would always and i always say that i was actually i was raised i have the best parents and all that jazz but you know how the way you are raised to a very large extent um it's kind of is what guides how your future becomes especially if you stay under their tutelage for a very long time so it's like I began to believe that I liked certain things, not necessarily because I had by myself thought that I liked them, but because it was what I had always known and I had no qualms with it. Like, oh yeah, I I like black. Black is cool. I don't I don't like to be flashy. I don't like heels. I don't you know, there's just some things that I had just agreed in my head that you know what? I like this. But then being by myself and these these are things I came to the realization even more with um being in university and coming here. I realized a number of things. Now these these things might have been influenced by just growing up and you know how when, when we grow we <laughs> your likes change, you have different like the fact that you liked xyz when you were young does not necessarily mean that you would like it when you're older so i'm not sure if it, 
these things I used to think I like were, were influenced by the home I was raised in or if it was just how I was when I was younger and how I am just becoming different now that I am older you know having different things I enjoy and all that jazz so um, for example colors I'm not a I've never exactly been a colorful person like I like my blacks I like my grays I like my blues like low-tone colors but there are times I also really like I want to like wear like bright stuff I real I think the time I began to realize that was when I started painting my nails and I realized that I tended to not want like nude sometimes my nail tech bit me would have been like oh nude is great but then if she put nude I'll be like I want something like with more color and that was like where it begun as much as I still like my blacks there are times I have like begun to add to my um, cupboard wardrobe whatever you want to call it closet (laughs) I've begun to add like more colors to them because I actually really like having colors on me I actually like colors and I also realized that hell I like earrings I like like big earrings now I have since I started piercing my body I knew that oh yeah I liked piercing but then I I thought that what I liked was only like um, small not too loud stuff now this is why I I sometimes think that my background has a bit to do with it now flamboyance is is discouraged right I realized that I like large earrings (laughs) like Maybe not necessarily colorful earrings, but like bold earrings and stuff like that. I like that. I realize that I like it. I also realize that I like showing off my body. When I say showing off my body, I mean like showing off my legs. I like short things. I like things that bear my arms. Now, it was only till I reached my third year or fourth in university that I started getting comfortable with wearing clothes that show up my arm. Now, whether it was because I had um, a bit of an insecurity about my arms at that point, or whether it's because I was raised to not show my arms, I do not know what guided that dislike for showing my arms. But now, wow, I love showing my arms, I love showing my legs, you know, all that jazz. I love. I love being pretty and I also love being um, I love being feminine and I also love being not feminine I like my baggy my baggy shirts my baggy tees my baggy pants I love that shit and I also like my girly shit like and something I am something I love is like settling in the expression of both both parts of me that I enjoy I like not being constricted and it's something that my friends sometimes point out and they're like are you going to make up your mind like what, what do you fuck with is it this or is it this but I am having so much fun knowing that oh if I want to rock my dresses I can rock my dresses and feel very great and if I also want to rock my baggage stuff I like rocking my baggage stuff now back to the whole um, zodiac shit um, the, I realized that there are actually some things that 
I found home in. Now let's. I'm just. I'm just going to open some random Libra zodiac sign page and. Okay, so um, the major parts of Libra characteristics that I've always found home in have been the the fact that Libras like to have balance and harmony like apart from my fixation or not fixation apart from my or the way apart from how much I like to flirt with chaos and you know to be careless sometimes and restless sometimes for the most part I I I like balance and harmony and I tend to I am I'm quite open-minded and I I tend to just waste stuff right and not just settle for XYZ at the um to the disadvantage of ABC if that makes any sense so something else is that okay they are ruled by Venus and that's the planet that governs love I love love guys Oh my god, that's something else that has changed. Guys, I'm afraid for myself. Apart from the fact that I have never exactly... Um, I've never exactly... Um, how do I say this? As much as I love love, I love romance novels, I've never seen myself being a recipient of love. And that's so fucking sad. <laughs> but we're not going to get to that. I've never seen myself as a recipient of love. I've just always, you know settled with the notion that I would I would um allow myself be the one who gives love because I really I, I really love loving people and you know letting people just be the, their soft beautiful selves and making sure they feel comfort in me or whatever so yes I love love but let's continue beauty so yes that's something that i am only beginning to find realization in so in time past when i see beauty i'm like okay so i do associate with some things or some characteristics of being a libra but when it comes to beauty i am definitely you know because i i did not used to give a shit about beauty so i don't know whether it's just because I'm getting to that stage where I just really want to be very, you know, all that jazz. But now I am beginning to, you know, I shall, when I read this shit, I'm like, oh yes, because I really like pretty stuff and beauty and shit like that. Money. Of course I like money, baby, but like money is not real, so that's that's never exactly like, <laughs> that's never been the most concerned. Anyway, Libras adore high art, intellectualism, and connoisseurship. Guys, I I think you need to prepare your ears for this. Connoisseurship. Snap. I'm sorry. Anyway, so yeah, intellectualism. Wait, is that what it is? Intellectualism. Yes. So, I find home in people I feel like I can connect with more like so it's like on an emotional and intellectual basis i don't want to say it's just on an intellectual basis because there are intellectual or like smart people i i don't necessarily feel a connection to so it's more on how 
how how i think you perceive things emotionally and how you interpret things emotionally that kind of draws me to you so like if i if i see just like a snippet of how you tend to interpret things emotionally i tend to get curious and then i want to know more and then if my heart decides it decides to latch itself to you and that but oh my god guys indecisive person ever and i need help but yeah that's another thing that um i i also realized that i you know with this libra characteristics thing i'm like okay yes because hell i am indecisive as hell and that's like that i I don't even know if that's the major reason i have never been in a relationship like a you know singular exclusive relationship i don't know if that's the reason or if it's just because i haven't had someone i just want to be with yo people are scary right people are fucking scary and i tend to feel more comfortable when i am you know talking to people outside of any intentions for anything serious like there are people who I have fancied who we had you know research and we were talking and they once they like make an make any mention of their intention to get in a relationship that's like what just makes me bold and it's really fucking pathetic like (laughs) because I cannot continue like this but then I like to um soothe myself with the idea that oh it's just because I haven't been I haven't had someone I really wanted to be with but I don't even know if that's that or if I'm really not addressing the issues I need to address which is commitment and abandonment issues yikes yikes okay guys let's read about air signs I was reading about air signs um <clears throat> a few days back and so there are, there are four air signs so we have the geminis is it geminis or geminis we're going to call it geminis we have the geminis we have the aquarius we have the libra and we have the aris aris i think so the three air signs are i'm opening a page <laughs> three air signs are Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, and the thinkers, communicators, and the doers of Zodiac. And I really, really, um, I really, I felt home in this. Now, the major reason I have actually been reading about it is because these days I tend to feel very alone. And, or like before where, when I feel alone, I just go talk to friends or people that i know love me and i just use their love to compensate the the um <clears throat> the void i feel but these days it's 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 the, the things that used to keep me out of the pits are not the same things so yikes yes, that's so sad <laughs> anyway so um those things don't do what they used to do anymore right there are times where when i'm when i'm in the pit sometimes i i tend to stare up not 
unsterile, like chaos that has been left. I tend to go shake it up a bit just because I want to feel and just feel right. But these days, even when I do that, it's it's guys, it's almost like I approach everything with a, a fucking mature headspace that's going to be the death of me. Like things I would generally have done and I would have felt so giddy about, or that would just make me feel very, you know, chummy or whatever. I rationalize shit and it just does not have the same chaotic effect. Anyway, so yeah, when I read these signs and I relate to it, it makes me feel like, oh yeah, there are actually a number of people who also feel like this. So as much as I berate myself or I don't even feel comfortable in being myself, I'm not even sure who that person is. I find home or calm in the fact that I am not alone in that indecisiveness. So yeah, they're think- tinkers, you know, if, if that's how the word wants to come out. Yeah, they're the tinkers, they're the communicators, and they're, they're the doers of the zodiac. They analyze, they synthesize, and they probe. They have a live and let live mentality, and intelligence helps them with decisions easily. Now, I do not know about that because... <coughs> Yeah, making decisions is is not exactly my forte, but I do have a leave and let mentality. Now, it's not everything about um, Libra characteristics I fuck with or that I I find that I relate to, but the, the ones that I relate to, I like them. You know, I like the fact that yes, this is actually it's like I'm not I'm not just some person that sprouted from the earth without. Like there are several other people that feel like me, so yeah, I may not feel everything that that the astrologers say I should feel, but there's I do feel some things, and I have some comfort in that. And guys, y'all, I feel like I'm going to expire from being private. Like I do not even know how to not be private. Oh my guys, that's so sad. Like, I don't know how to not be private. Like, when I have conversations with people now, I tend to ask questions a lot. As I said, as I have said at some point while talking here, I like, I really enjoy people. Like, right? I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy knowing things that make people what they are. So that's basically asking you about every flipping thing in your life. And there are a lot most times right i i realized that when once i assume the state with people they they like it and that just becomes the dynamic of our relationship right i'm just i do the asking and they do the talking and now there was a time i used to um feel very there was a time i began to resent myself for that because it's like you love others not not necessarily love nah, as love is not the word but like you you like others so much that sometimes it comes at your own detriment but that that that's a headspace or a feeling that dissipated quickly or disappeared quickly because I do enjoy it I find satisfaction in it and I also realize that people want to talk 
people don't get to talk as much as they want to talk there is so much shit that people want to talk about and and when they get to experience someone who genuinely wants to just ask because she's a fucking curious bird they tend to just you know allow themselves to talk and I really love that right but there are also times I meet people who who are it'll be like me right who as much as they like talking they also feel a certain discomfort when they are the only ones talking where they are not satisfied with being the only ones talking like I have a number of friendships where the relationship the relationship is of a nature where they literally call me when they want to talk and I love that shit like for example I have a babe who what she likes to talk to me about is like our sexual escapades when we started talking she was a bit I wouldn't say um, uncomfortable but it was kind of new well as she said it when I was asking some questions and I was probing but these days you know she just comes to me and talks to me about her sexual escapades and I fuck with that shit because I want to hear about it right but yeah there are people who feel some discomfort when I am not letting anything out and sometimes I find that it's easier to talk to the ones who talk to me because the ones who want me to talk it's like it's hard talking is hard so it's like I have to I have to asking questions is easy right having conversations come easy to me but when you don't want the conversation to be two-way I sometimes struggle with that and because of my of, of the way I have I kind or like the way things begun or like the the major people I I felt a very strong attachment to at the start of my having you know feeling attraction or attention to people the start of it were with people who tended to tended to like kind of be like me right kind of be more closed off not necessarily as cherry as I am because I am quite cherry <laughs> so they may not necessarily be as cherry as I am but it tends to be close up and the fact the fact that they also wanted to know was kind of new right actually talking about this is making me realize why like the number of people who have an affection or who who are convinced to they love me i feel like that may even be the reason why they're convinced they love me it's like you're having someone who is genuinely curious about you and you don't get to have that often or there aren't a lot of people who want to be that person so it's easy to get attached to that person see attachment is the word i think that may be one of the reasons why i have a number of people currently attached to me also i said at the start that i tend to undermine people's attraction for me and i just tend to call it attachment as far as i'm concerned in my head 
the only reason you're attached is because you know you have found home in talking to me and it's not even it's not the best idea to have about oneself because it also stems from from some disbelief about one source yeah i know i'm attractive and all that jazz and i've had people who tell me or some of these people who are attached to me now i've had them talk about you know other things they find attractive but somehow i just convinced myself that it's just attachment and they just need to find some other person who is interested in talking to them about themselves to get over me that's so sad anyway so um there i'm not even sure where how we got here but here we are and um so yeah i think that may even be the reason so there are very few people i have you know allowed myself ramble i don't want to say talk to because i don't be saying shit i i honestly as much as i pride myself (laughs) in knowing how to converse i don't know how to converse when i'm the one that you know he's been asked i i just ramble right and i guess there there have been people i have felt comfortable rambling to and i guess those those people are the major people i have you know felt and attraction to and as much as i'm attracted to them more ways than one sometimes i wonder if man i don't know I don't know actually it's it's a lot of things and it's some of what i think it might be and sometimes it's probably not what i think it is at all but um yeah i had quite the fun this extension i'm not even going to lie i explored quite a bit with things that i would generally you know not have explored with exploring <laughs> also guys i went for a couple of bowling 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 i went for a couple of bowling sessions and that was and it was so fun so i realized that i do pretty decently at bowling but that's only before the alcohol hits like once the alcohol hits guys i'm putting my finger in that hole and i am throwing whatever <laughs> i'm not sure what i'm supposed to throw <laughs> But like my first couple of throws before you know I get in the alcohol or the alcohol decides to seep in me, I'm pretty decent. So you know if you if you're if you want a worthy competitor, feel free to hit me up. Now Ankara has given me a heads up that the maximum recording time for segments is 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock, guys. I did not know this the first time. There was one time I was recording and you know i i just kept the phone like i turned the phone over so i did not realize and had spoken for like an extra five minutes before i was like you know what let me even check the phone and to my surprise baby girl had not been getting recorded anyway i think we have had a pretty decent talk session i will now actually i think we might I don't know, I'll just keep my eye on the clock. Anyway, I'm going to read something by one of my Twitter friends, Twitter person I like. 
friends, whatever. So, um, he he writes. So I'm going to read this. I don't know if I can start it, and yeah, I should be able to be finished before four minutes. So yeah, his title or the title of this piece is "You Are No Fool." Yo, what the heck is wrong with my eyes? The title is "You Are No Idol." Now let's start. You are no idol. May my heart not be your throne, nor my love your blind worship. You are no idol, just my preferred soul. I'll praise you to the skies every sunrise, even when you're out of sight. No, you are no idol. You just make me whole. May my manhood not be a sacrifice, nor my life an offering in service of your sacredness. You are no deity, just the missing piece. I'll live in my vows meet I'll live in my vows meadows in honor of your presence. No, you are no deity, just all I need. Faithful now, faithful always, ever reaching, bearing jewels of my adoration. Drawing from your wondrous eminence, but you are no idol, even in my devotion. I'll carry your image in my thoughts, a reminder of a love uncommon, gracing me with words of poetry to find you in every letter. You are no idol of my rare So thank you so much for listening, guys. I oh something else I want to say. So I tend to write through my spas, like when I'm spazzing and I'm having like a very bad panic session or anger session. I write and I I I <laughs> I have a Twitter page where I just write this shit. And I'll, I'll tell you something that's kind of wild. So I have two Twitter pages, right? My major Twitter page, which I call my main, is locked. And I have this other one that's... It's not locked, but, like, I don't necessarily... No one I know identifies me with that account. And I recently just opened it, <clears throat> right? So I write everything there. It's open, but, like, my main... I, I realize that I don't even write anything there because whatever is in my head i just write seats on that other account and you know i i don't think too hard about it because i'm like it's not going to be attached to me anyway but then again even if i did tweet on my main like and xyz is attached to me is it like there's going to be some big consequence i don't know man i just know that i feel comfortable writing there and you know that has been but anyway, it has been lovely talking to you. It has been lovely being in your ears. I hope you had a very lovely session with me. Feel free to say hello whenever. Thank you for being here. And I'm going to kind of drag this to it is an hour. So, um, what are we going to talk about, guys? Yes, my nails. I painted my nails yesterday. So, I'm taking a break from fixing. And I painted my nails red and they are the most gorgeous babies ever so i added like a coat of um blue blue glitters on my index and fourth fingers and they are so pretty okay now that that's done what else is there to talk about you know what i'm going to leave you all now have a lovely 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 rest of your day and have a lovely celebration you know if you're celebrating eat take care